Welcome to the Creatives Experience Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Isaac Whedon. On each episode, I will be speaking with artists and bringing you in on their life, faith, and creative experience. I'm excited for you to be joining us today. Thank you for listening. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I have the one and only Dante Lee all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with me today. He has been a great brother in Christ and I've been very encouraged to get to know him over the last few months. And I'm very excited about what God's been stirring in his heart to pursue and push forward and simply encourage fellow brothers and sisters in Christ to step up and do uh, for the glory and for the kingdom of heaven. So Dante, bro, thank you so much for joining me here today, man. Man, thank you, bro. Praise God. So listen, I got I got to know you through our homie Montel Fish, right? And it seems it seems I talk about him every episode. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um and so he you guys you guys became friends and you guys have been growing together. And I got to know you and you started doing a clothing line or with mm-hmm. a brand you could even say. And it's super simple. It's super in your face. I love it very much so, but without me cracking it uh, any further, if you wouldn't mind just sharing, you know, what, what it is that God's been pulling you into currently with your creative perspective and creative flow with your clothing brand, bro. Mm, Man. So like for so long, I've always tried to, I guess, muster up, you know, what am I going to put on a shirt? You know, and uh he's really just been showing me that like in that secret place everything's just gonna flow from there mm, so meanwhile i had a design ready you know on the uh thing just i was like all right this is it i'm starting to back up and within like seconds the holy spirit just checked me and he was just like you're nothing without me i switched it over bro and it's been like he's basically just showing me to just be spirit-led about everything it's good bro good so the phrase that is in all of your clothing is nothing without jesus and the reason so i have it in bold that it says nothing yeah at the bottom it says without jesus people keep saying why don't you just uh capitalize it all so the reason the nothing is capitalized because from a distance you'll be able to see why does his shirt say why does his hoodie say nothing yeah you know and when you get closer to it Mm -hmm. there you see the without jesus it's a very cool like a fish hook, you know, like, like you're like throwing out the bait and, and there's something special about being able to wear something that creates open doors to share the gospel. You know, it's, it's, Mm. it's a beautiful thing. And there's, we, we definitely have enough like corny outfits and stuff and corny designs that are out there. And we, I don't know if we should be adding more to that collection. Um, You are definitely not part of that. You're, you're, you're creating something that's, you know, edgy and cool. And, and I've been blessed by it, man. And and I think it's so cool that even within your journey within this, well, this is just a small aspect of what you're doing, how you don't need to overcomplicate things, you know, and as, as, mm. as, as us as creatives tend to overanalyze, overcomplicate, make things so difficult for ourselves because we compare ourselves to other people rather than just strictly relying on the spirit's leadership in that, you know? Yeah, bro. So I've been really, I've been really encouraged with that, man. And so actually before all this, you actually did clothing prior to that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So to kind of share a little bit about that, and then maybe we'll jump into how God, you know, stirred up in your life to then now you, you blatantly sharing the gospel in your, in your clothing. Word. So long story short, man, about eighth, eighth grade, I moved back from Florida to Pittsburgh and um, I used to like draw and stuff like that. And I was like, it would be so dope if I can, you know, get this on a shirt. And freshman year came and I took graphics and graphic design and got to get used to the software and all that stuff. And turns out we ended up uh, doing as a project, making a shirt. Cool. And I was like, yo, this, like, it just felt natural. Cool. You know, cool. like everybody else didn't want to be there doing that. And I was like, dude, this is perfect opportunity. So I ended up asking the um, the teacher if I can come in after school, bring in some shirts and if I could just, you know, press a couple of them. So I did that. I wore the shirt the next day to school. Nobody knew that I took that class. And they were like, dude, where did you get that shirt? Sweet. I was like, yeah, I made this. And uh, yeah, man, after that, about a few weeks in, I started to sh- made about 40 of them and put that on the internet, went crazy. And then uh, towards the whole, like, the police brutality and all that stuff, I made a shirt. It was called Hell on Earth Worldwide Tour. Mm. And that's probably the thing I got the most backlash for I was getting death threats and everything it was crazy but wow. that actually opened up the door for me and the creative scene crazy bro yeah man wow. and so like after that things things were booming and then as soon as I gave my life to Christ man for about a year everything was just quiet and then right after you know God was because God was just working on me man and right after that started right back up but the gears completely shift mm. Like I was more so I'm doing this to, to get, you know, I, I want to get popping, you know? Yeah. And now it's just like, dude, God bless me, man. I just want to be a blessing to them. It's good, bro. Praise God, man. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Cool. All right. So for those who don't know you, right. I've been, I've been blessed to be able to kind of get to know you through IG and on all these other things in a nutshell, you know, where, where are you at in your life right now? What is God doing in you and, and maybe even sharing, touching on your testimony and how you've come to a realization that you are nothing without Jesus? <laughs> so, man, like long story short, I was um, dealing with an eight year pornography addiction. That's part of my testimony. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I just realized that I couldn't no matter how many times. OK, I'm going to try to go this many days without doing it or this many days without smoking weed or yeah. you know, this many days without dropping acid you always end up right back. You know, you're, there's something still holding on to you that's not going to quite let go. And I finally just came to that realization, man, that I have nothing without him, dude. Like, mm. I can I can try to do this on my own strength, but, you know, I'm still entangled. It's good, bro. Yeah, man. And so now he's just really just been teaching me. So like, about a month ago, I slipped up with the pornography again. I was just like, dude, what's going on here? Mm. And he's been showing me, man, that like the time that, I guess people will call it wasted time or, you know, I'm just sitting around, not doing anything, watching Netflix or just, as we would say, bored. Sure. I can just, I could just be seeking. I could be pursuing, mm-hmm. man. I could yeah. be filling myself with, with heaven and not, you know, hell. Amen. Amen. Cause quite often, you know, the, the so-called boredom, which <sighs> quick, quick, small tangent. I don't think boredom exists, bro. I, I think it's a total lie. Like it's a total it's a it's a it's a crafted perception of people having the excuse to do nothing 
Mm, you know, I and, and but the, I I don't see it as something as a that exists. Have I said that I'm bored before? I've said it before, but I think it's just like a masking of I'm lazy, and mm. I rather not do something that will benefit. Wow, positively. So even within boredom, for for those who are like, oh man, I'm bored, and I feel like it's more or less targeting towards younger people. Because I remember mm-hmm. when I was younger, like, oh, I'm bored, I'm bored. And you hear kids saying, I'm bored. But it's like a lack of stimulation or a lack of, you know, you feeling like you're accomplishing something or doing something. And, and that's mm-hmm. that's what causes that, you know. But then it's so easy to stay in that and just almost continuing in a cycle of boredom on a daily mm-hmm. basis, which is crazy. But the enemy works in that way, you know. Wow. And so, so even going back to, you know, you experiencing recently and just thank you for, you know, being able to share that and being vulnerable in that, in that perspective where, you know, within the lie of being bored and, and just wanting to fill yourself with something, the enemy uses that opportunity, right? The devil will Absolutely. take any chance he can at you because, mm-hmm. and especially, especially if you've committed your life to Christ, you are a, a wide open target. You know, because mm-hmm. you've picked a side. You know what I'm saying? Like I keep I keep mentioning to people, we're living in a war. You're born into a war. When you pick a side, there's the, Satan will do things differently to you, you know? And not to say that those who have unfortunately submitted to the authority of Satan aren't still under attack. I think there's a false perception that they're actually helping the enemy, which they are helping the enemy, but they're also being destroyed in the midst of it as well, because he cannot make anything grow. He, he can only still kill, destroy, you know, native mm. native language is lying. He can't speak the truth, you know? So even with mm-hmm. those who have been deceived to work for the kingdom of hell, Unfortunately, they're also being attacked, but for for the body of Christ who have given their life to Christ and say, hey, I'm going to do this. You're just this wide open target and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm picking a side. He's like, okay, well, now I got to work on them a little bit harder, try to shake them up. Mm. And especially with this topic of, you know, pornography. And and so I'm 25 years old. How old are you, bro? 22. 22. Cool. So we're in this, this rough age bracket. And I believe we have just caught on the very beginning of the internet growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and that being an aspect that has affected us since childhood. You know, we, we've also tasted the life of non-internet living and playing outside and doing stuff like that compared to where now kids are being born. I don't know if it's generation X or Z, I forget which one it is, but now it's almost, you know, you got an iPad as a toddler and, and you're just being, you're just being brainwashed from the start. And yeah, it's a scary reality, bro, especially having the power to the to the World Wide Web and you give that to a child where we as adults, you know, understand the implications of what that is and what you can look up and what is out there and what you can see and how easily things pop up that you don't even search yourself. You know, mm. something pops up. Oh, that looks kind of interesting. Maybe I'll check that out. And before you know it, you're down a rabbit hole and you're watching porn for 10 years. It's crazy, yep. you know. It's a it's a legit addiction, man. Like I seen a study that said that most, like not nine to ten year olds, have already, you know, just been down that lane, and that's just it, it breaks me, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, because they don't there's they don't no realize there's no life in that, right? And and it will all it will do is shatter your understanding of what true intimacy is. 
mm-hmm. you know, and especially especially if it is portrayed outside of marriage, which almost if not all of pornography, I'm assuming is, um, you know, it's it's it creates a sick, twisted reality. And it also even brings into the perspective of in not just having to be a heterosexual experience, it can be any sexually deviant method of you know pursuing something like that pursuing mm-hmm. desire for that matter that's crazy yeah man it alters your your view of women you know it mm-hmm. the enemy will throw in lot it, it's a huge huge part of depression yes. you know it's isolation you know the enemy will tell you that you're never gonna have kids you know you're never gonna get married you know mm-hmm. and you just you just stay in this this box of you know just satisfying mm-hmm. your flesh man yeah and what's crazy about it is <sighs> I can't say people are proud porn watchers, you know, like I I can't, I can't say that's a thing. Like, so I too was affected by porn. I started watching around 13. I was, I was, I started watching, I probably watched it for, man, a solid eight, eight, nine years as well, bro. And, and Mm -hmm. it bleeding into everything, like everything, every Mm -hmm. relationship, even, even the beginning of my relationship that I have with who is now my wife, like, I, I unfortunately was still affected by that. I brought that even into that, you mm. know, and, and I've been delivered of that. Praise God. Praise uh, God with yeah. it, but you don't forget what you've seen. You know what I'm saying? Like your brain is a sponge. Like you, you take so many things in. Can you forget things? Yeah, you could forget things, but you can't erase everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Once you've brought it into you, it, it does something, you know, it does something mm. and you can't unsee it. And and that's a scary reality, especially about a topic such as such as you know pornography addiction, man. Mm-hmm. And and for those of you guys who are listening, I didn't expect us to jump into this so early. Um, but thank you for for you know just sharing this, bro. Because man, this is something that we don't talk about enough. You know? This, yeah, man. This is a how do, what's what's the right word? Um, oh, I'm trying to think. I feel like. The, Go ahead. the the reason most people don't speak out about it is because the world has made it so normal. And oh, if they that. were to speak out, so it's, not, it's almost not even out, shame anymore. It's almost just like, yeah. whatever, like, oh, everybody does it. You don't even got to talk about it. And it's like, I posted something on, on this social media, you know, about pornography the other day. And this girl was like, that's the same thing that ruined up my relationship and my marriage. It's like, it's crazy. People don't realize what it's doing, man. Yeah, bro. Like marriages, can you imagine like, like, like a life binding agreement, a vow to the end of your life? That's what marriage is. That's no joke. Like, and before God, like there really isn't. Marriage is one of the most intense, serious things you will ever do as a human being. If mm-hmm. you do that, not not everyone is called to that, but if you commit to that, man, it's huge. And the reality that, especially in the country we live in, in the United States, man, like fifty percent divorce rate taking place. Like, there's no, res- there's no, you know, honor or respect to the unity of a man and woman anymore. Mm. You know, and it has so much to do with the lack of understanding of the sovereignty of God and how much mm-hmm. He has ordained this to take place. But when people do it outside of God, it is a is an unholy marriage and marriage is there to make you holy. Like, like God uses Mm -hmm. these things to shape you and mold you and 
build character and discipline you because I, I could I could speak for my own experience man and, and the experience I've seen my other friends you know li- live a life in a, in a married unity man it's hard it's so hard it's the it's one of the most selfless things you will do seriously like you, you got to put somebody above yourself you know and within everything that's taken place man we need to be we need to be talking about things like that or just even having Absolutely. the audacity to share your testimony. And so for you yeah, guys man. listening, man, if, if this is something you struggle with and you believe that, you know, you have been freed and you see that you've been freed and God has delivered you from something like this, man, talk about it. There's, there's no mm-hmm. shame in this. There's no shame in living this life with Christ because you've been redeemed now, you know? Mm-hmm. And so through your redemption, you could bring life to others simply by, being obedient to the word. I mean, it talks about confessing your sins amongst your brothers and sisters, but there's something else that takes place when you even put it out in public, you know, and say, Hey, I'm putting myself out there. This is what I've been saved from. And this Mm -hmm. is what God can do for you as well. Say what you want. Think what you want. I don't care. I have, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I have the audience of one. I I, I live for the King and that is how it is. I'm not going to allow the fear of man to hinder me from being able to step into, you know, sharing the gospel in whichever manner it needs. Cause the testimony is ultimately your like one of your best weapons to share the gospel. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. Cause your story, you know, like each person has their own story, their own encounters with freedom and, Mm -hmm. You can't share those stories without almost like getting intense and hyped up and pumped. Like, guys, this is what God's doing. Like, this is what he's done. And when you're able to share something that is true and real and brings people into your drama, because people love drama, as we very much well know. (laughs) And God even loves drama. Drama in itself is not bad. You know, it's just like this, it's this beautiful um, poetic aspect of our lives where there's all these things taking place, it's, you know, emotions, spiritual stuff, physical stuff, all this stuff. Can it be negative? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. it can also bring light to so many things, you know, Word. we're able to share our drama with people in a way where it points them to Christ. Man, that might actually be the first time somebody encounters the redeeming love of God through your story, mm. you know? Praise God. Praise God. So you being 22, man, is there anything you've been seeing in, let's say, last, how long have you been with the Lord now, man? About two and a half years. Two and a half years. Cool. So in your two and a half years that God's been, you know, revealing himself to you and, and just shedding light on many things in your life, what has been something you've been seeing lack in, say, the millennial generation of, of like Christians? So the people <laughs> our age, what have you seen that's been a lacking factor where those who are listening will be able to, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I may, that might be me. Or mm. I have friends like that, that I need to be discipling because they're falling into that. Anything you've been mm. seeing that's, that's a lacking, lacking aspect in the body of Christ. Wow, man, I'm glad you asked that. So this is something that the Lord's really been putting on my heart lately. Mm. When I got saved, you know, that, that fire, that, that desire you yeah. just have for yeah. God. Yeah, yeah man. That that goes away once you get, you know, out into the world. You have to keep fueling that. And I didn't realize this until a few months ago. Mm. And there's so many Christians right now that are just like, they're very, very kindled. Mm. They're, they're very put down. And that 
they're neglecting that spiritual hunger inside of them and feeding their flesh instead. And man, once you start, like, if you have the opportunity to fill yourself with heaven, do it. If you know you're, say you're at the gas station, you know, you're waiting in line or something like that. You can be reading the Bible on your phone or you're, you know, you're at the car dealership or something like that, waiting for them to sign papers, anything. You could be doing anything, podcasts, sermons, praying, whatever, dude, yeah, man, just yeah. letting that fire just build back up, man. That's, that's something I really feel like is lacking right now. They're not, they're not eating spiritually. Mm. They're, 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 they've become content with, man, that was a good word on Sunday mm. or, or, or Stephen Furtick, man. He really, he really showed a nice message on, on Facebook or mm. Twitter mm. or, or the sprinkle of Jesus popping up. That's no, that's not going to do it. You don't want to try to survive on the little bit of Jesus from yesterday or last the, week. Or the man. bread, the breadcrumbs of people, you know? Yeah, man. You want to, you want to keep, uh, you just want to keep that tank full, man. It's good, man. That's yeah. And ultimately, the, the the guaranteed thing that you can go to is the word of God. You know, it's absolutely it's the fuel. It's the life. It's it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful, man. Not to say, not to say the Holy Spirit can't you know fuel you with wisdom and understanding and and the continued fire to pursue the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. but the word of God, man, is is like what an opportunity we have to be to have access to a book that that people are getting murdered for in other parts of yeah, the world. Yeah, bro. The most translated printed book in all history. And that's our book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's probably one of the most unread books too. You know, like mm-hmm. most translated and most bought, but most <laughs> the most sense sitting and collecting dust on shelves. <laughs> uh, Jesus. It's sad, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. So for you guys listening right now, man, if if you haven't been really fueling yourself with meat because there, there there's different aspects well I, I would say two aspects of living this life with christ in regards to your journey right you start off as a babe you start your little baby in christ as an infant and you have to start on milk and i mean mm-hmm. I know almost everyone has heard this analogy before but it's so good that you know as a as a human for example you're born into this world and you have you know milk that is absolutely essential has all the nutrients has everything you need and, and you get it from the source being your mother mm-hmm. but there comes a point where your teeth start coming through and it's for a reason you know and that milk can only do so much then you start having a deeper hunger where liquid doesn't do it you need you need solid mm. food and unfortunately mm especially in the Western, you know, culture and, and, and Christianity, especially in America as well, is people have been so used to being, you know, sucking on a nipple to, to make it blatant that they haven't really ever had a full meal. And mm. you can, if you continue spoon feeding people milk all the time, then they're going to be atrophied. Their mm. muscles are going to be weak. Their body isn't going to grow. And and so if we we place that into the spiritual aspect, man, that's terrifying. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We we got we got thousands, if not millions, of people all over the world who think they're saved, right? And 
all they're doing is taking either the breadcrumbs or the little bits of Jesus that they get from other people who are pursuing Christ or who are mm-hmm. educating themselves or who are eating the meals and not actually doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying to think about that. You know, there's going to be man. so many people stand before the Lord and say, like, depart from me. I don't know you. I don't know you. Like you didn't even bother to get to know me. When you get to know him, that meat, that meat gets real good. Man. You know what I'm saying? For all my vegetarians out there, I can think of a different analogy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, man. But like yeah. speaking of that, so nothing against youth groups at all, man. So at my church, we have a youth group that my age, you know, can go to upstairs. But like I've gotten to this point where, you know, I just this hunger, you know, that appetite has been changing. And, you know, I don't go up there anymore because I want that meat. You know, I want to stay in the sanctuary. So like, yeah, man. Yeah. And there needs to be a, a level of seriousness with the discipleship that's taking place, you know, for the, for for the sure. people who are, cause you, yeah, you could put some of the blame on each individual. I mean, yeah, absolutely. We're all to blame for not doing work. Right. But those who are discipling, those who are mature, mm-hmm. man, you're going to answer for that. You're going to answer the Lord for that stuff. Like you've had the opportunity to impact however many people you've had across the time period of your life. Right. And if you did not disciple them in the manner, which will bring fruit, well, is that even real discipleship? Mm. You know, like it's, I mean, I guess discipleship is in a, in a, in a, in a simple sense is like apprenticeship, you know, it's, it's teaching, and you're mm-hmm. training somebody into something. But if you're not training somebody into the fullness in which Christ has intended for us, and they don't understand the implications of what the gospel is, or even how to share the gospel, or what praying for the sick is, or or, or setting people free and, and bringing deliverance to people's lives, whether it be you know through baptism, through 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 uh, casting out demons, whichever what whatever is taking place, you know, if people are educated on the simple things in the in, in this life with Christ, then what are they what are they going to be doing they're just going to be bench warmers just watching Mm. watching professionals do the work Mm. it's sad it's so sad man it breaks my heart but i'm i'm glad to hear that from you bro because i'm seeing more and more and more especially through this podcast and just being able to build relationships with people understanding the unison within the holy spirit's work and how he's convicting so many people within this like perfect synchronization where almost everybody I've been talking to, especially in our age group is starting to realize like, man, I need to be for real about this. You know, there's, this is no joke. This is not a game. This is, this is a serious thing. And if I don't step up to the plate that I'm, I will be held accountable for that. Mm. You know? So what has God been doing like in and through you recently in the last, let's say, few days or a week or two weeks that has been really, I don't know, just blowing you away. Just being, you know, I, I believe the reason I ask this and I ask this, I ask this to people in real life as well as podcasting all the time is if, if you ask a question like this, it instantly reveals the level of intimacy someone has with the father. Because mm. if you can't answer that question, and, then, and all you guys listening, man, ask, ask yourself this question. If somebody were to say, what is God doing in and through me recently? And you have a hard time answering that, man, what are you doing then? Like, what are you possibly doing with your life? If you, if you mm. don't see God's fruit flowing out of you and, and being able to see that happen in real life, 
Um, so, so yeah, so my challenge to you, bro, what has God been doing in and through you recently that maybe it could encourage some of the listeners? Man, so like God, ever since I got saved, man, it's been discipleship. He's really put on my heart, man. I just feel I'm like a, a magnet towards, you know, to the youth. Praise God. And I guess there's no excuse for it, but so many, you know, kids, you know, reaching out to me and stuff and me just, I guess, letting myself get so busy to not make time for them. Mm. he's been he's been showing me basically to shifting that me to them you know and to just saying okay i'm going to be intentional about this good you know because they're they're crying out for help you know and 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 i prayed for this Mm. you know how how could i ignore this so man just as he fills me up and shows me his heart sharing that with them that's what god has been doing in my life right now Hallelujah. Awesome, bro. It actually reminds me of a, a small part of a, a poem I wrote once, once wrote, and it, it just a real small part of it is, you wanted this. You wanted this understanding which positioned you in a place where standing is no longer an option. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. If you ask God for mm. truth, if you ask God for guidance, God, show me what you want me to do, and then you don't act on it, mm-hmm. how dare you? You know, like that's ridiculous. It's It's... There's no excuse, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you've been asking God for direction and understanding and what you're supposed to be doing and he gives that to you and then you don't apply yourself to that. Come on, like, come on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, expect big things from yourself because you're, if you're born again, you have the spirit inside of you. you the things that we're able to do is <laughs> supernatural, supernatural things that we're called to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing, man. Praise, it God. Is, man. Praise God. So what is... Um, what is the expectation maybe you have, you know, within this new wave of Christian creatives, whether it be people you've been admiring in music or design, painting, drawing, speaking, podcasting, whatever, what has God shown you that you need to be expecting out of them as a brother in Christ? Expecting them to just get back to being spirit led, man, and not head led. Mm. You know, just getting back to the simple gospel, you know, not worrying about how many views you're going to get or, you know, who's going to like this, who's not going to like this, you know, what they think before you post it. Because if God put it in you, you know, you already got his okay. Mm. So, like, whether that's design, that's music, whatever it is, man, he gave that to you. It's going to do, you know, what he. He made it to do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So just, just don't, don't worry about what the world thinks, Mm. you know, just keep listening to the Holy spirit. It's good, bro. So almost a freedom from religion, even right. Word. Yeah, for sure. So many need that they need Mm. to be let set free from this because religion is about, you know, the fear of man and what are people going to say? What are they going to think? And, and it, paralyzing the body of christ it sure does that's good man what has been one of the biggest lies you've been deceived by that you accepted as true at some point in your life that now you've seen that's a lie and you've been set free from that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man probably that i the enemy saying that i wasn't set free from pornography Oh. You know, when I slipped up from it and I was just, 
I guess I just got caught in that that little lie, man, and didn't realize that. How, how can I word this? Mm-hmm. So basically, realizing that I was set free, but I lost sight of what Jesus did for me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. and just if you fill yourself up with lies for a good amount of time, you'll start believing them. That's right. And I wasn't taking any truth in, and that's, but thank Jesus, man. I <laughs> realized that was a lie, man. And that's good, bro. I am so. How free. did God, how did God reveal to that to you? Was it through people, through his word, prayer? How, how did, how did that revelation come about, bro? It's probably in his word, man. Cool. Like when I was just dry, just, diving right in mm. and just yeah bro awesome man it's cool how and it cool how you, know, you can experience something and god just profoundly reveal the reality of who you mm. are in, in his word and this is this is why community is necessary right mm-hmm. because it's also a reason why it felt led to put together a podcast like this because there's so many people who have been hurt by the church or who have been, you know, just they're, they're so sick of religion that they just don't bother. They, they rather not even meet with anybody. Cause they're like, you know mm-hmm. what, man, I'm just going to pursue God on my own and, and, and I'll figure it out. But there come points in your life where you can't differentiate the difference between a lie and truth. And mm-hmm. the, the way that God will bring clarity into that will either be his word, but quite often it comes through, Somebody that also loves the Lord. God God, God mm-hmm. loves using people, right? Because when he For sure. people, it, it glorifies him in midst of either their mess or in their previous mess, you know, and people are impacted so greatly by seeing that, wow, God was willing to use them after they experienced all this, 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 and this. He must, he must be willing to do that for me as well, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, I had to really experience an understanding that although I didn't agree with or I don't agree with much that takes place in churches today, that I still very much so need the body of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how easy it is for Satan to keep you in solitude so that you don't hear the voice of God through the other mouths of the people. It's mm. good. It's good. Yeah, bro. Praise God. So, all right. So two and a half years ago, you gave your life to Christ. Why? Why? Why Jesus, bro? Why? There's so many other options and what people think is the right way. Why Jesus? Um, why'd you choose to follow him? <laughs> so, okay. I was, this was, you know, I was going to school with, you know, acid in my socks and I was just depression. Anxiety You're tripping that me. often, bro? Yeah, bro. Wow. I, I, I didn't know what um, anxiety and depression was. And that just hit me out of nowhere. Everything just parents divorced at the same time. Just boom, boom, boom. Just put, you ever see Incredibles and he's running through the thing and all those black balls. Yeah. yeah. It was like that dude. And I was at that point where it was just, you couldn't see anything. And I was, you know, really just thinking about taking my own life. And I remember my, my dad is very religious. He's not so like, he basically thinks everybody's a false teacher mm. and we've church topped all our life. So I just, you know, kind of went with the flow and only went to church to hang out with the women, you know, my friends and stuff like that. I got you. 
And uh, I was, he asked me, he's like, you want to come to church? There's a guy named Lee Grady going to be there, you know? I was like, what could go wrong, you know? How could this hurt? Mm. So I went and I'm sitting in the pews. And <laughs> out of all things, this guy speaks on pornography. Uh. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, he was like, he's like, there's a, there's a guy. <laughs> He's like, there's a guy out there that's been dealing with pornography. And it was just like, whoa, you know. But I was like, I'm chilling. Okay. Yeah. About 30 seconds in, man, it was literally like God took a mirror and sat it in front of me and just revealed my life to me, bro. Wow. And like, I could not, there was not a part in me that could hold back. It was literally like God grabbed my heart and tugged me up there, bro. Wow. And I'm standing there and he's prophesying over me. And I just... I just got overwhelmed mm. and I was out, dude. Damn. Like for the first time, that was the first time I felt the love of God. Wow. Praise God. And it was just after that, man. So like, I can't even really say that. I guess you could say that I was searching. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't even know, man. I mean, even in the aspect of taking psychedelic drugs, for example, right? Like mm-hmm. I too have previously, you know, tripped on acid and mushrooms and stuff. And, uh, you do it because you're you want to see what else is out there right right like, like what what truth is out there in this and how can i go outside of my thinking process how will things change if i am thinking outside of time and space mm-hmm. and it all being an illusion you know it, it all it bringing no true revelation that is uh christ-like to your life you know it will feel very real because it is real and and you will experience things and and things will come to life so to speak and 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 that will work because drugs do work but Mm -hmm. there's no life right there's Mm. no freedom from that and if you're struggling with things like anxiety and you start taking psychedelics man it's like a disaster waiting to happen Mm. that's that's actually crazy you say that because when the anxiety and depression hit, dude, it was so bad. I cut all my friends off, everything. Mm-hmm. There was only like one dude, you know, hung out with. Mm-hmm. That was when we were smoking and, and tripping. And uh, that was, I would literally smoke like five, six times a day. And that was, you know, just to smoking get me in blood? that place. Yeah. Okay. And that was just, that was, you know, just to get me in that place of, you know, I guess, <laughs> I can't even say free, but, you know, yeah. away from that, that, that fa- depression a fa- a and anxiety. False, a false peace. Yeah, man. And just. <laughs> When I found Jesus, bro, like the depression, it's not usually a a complete transformation. It's usually a process with some people. But dude, like it was like a blanket of darkness lifted off of me when I Mm. got up, bro. Mm. Like it was crazy. I was like, okay, this is it. (laughs) Praise God, bro. That's the power of the Lord, you know? Yeah, It's the power power of the gospel. Even like I'll never knock, you know, the beauty in being able to speak the gospel in whichever manner it may be my, my hope that anyone who has that opportunity to either be on a stage or just speak in general to anybody is doing so in a biblical manner and is being led by the spirit. Um, and just being able to hear that, you know, God utilized somebody's intimacy with the father to be able to speak life and prophesy over you. And that being the turning point for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so for you guys who are listening, man, when you step into what God's calling you to do, literally, it could be a five minute thing where you're just stepping in and flow with the spirit and people's lives are getting changed. Literally, literally, like people are experiencing the presence of God. All these things are going on because of your obedience. Mm. And that's the beauty about this life with Christ, man. 
It's because of your obedience that the Father is pleased. Mm. It's awesome, man. Hallelujah. I'm very happy to hear that, bro. Praise God. Yeah, man. Ah, cool. So any specific maybe aspirations, you know, for these next few years with nothing without Jesus? Is this something that you think God's just putting you through a season? Do you think he's pushing you to grow this into something big? Um, or even maybe what are some goals that you have set in your own creative perspective? Um, I really feel like he wants me, like people keep saying, when's the new designs? When's the new designs? I really feel like the Holy Spirit just wants me to focus on the fact that, you know, we're nothing without him. Mm. And, you know, just, just hearing stories, you know, about somebody wearing that to the store or something, you know, and how that just, just sparks something. But man, just, I guess for me to stop being, so to say, lazy when it comes to, you know, getting on my orders or designing and yep. stuff like that, yep. you know, just getting, getting back on the ball. I'm so thankful for Montel, man. Cause like, like, man, you need to get back on the ball. You know, you need to start doing this again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. But just because God, I never, that's one of my biggest fears in life is to let the gifts that God gave me just sit inside of me. Mm. You know, I want to make sure I pour it all out. So, good, bro, it's good. Alexander. Lugo has a really cool video on that. I think it's on YouTube and he talks about that. And he talks about, this is one of the first times I ran across his stuff and he's out in Massachusetts with his brother, uh, Miguel, really, That's really, bro. really cool bros. Um, I'm actually, I'm hoping to have Alex on maybe, maybe possibly for this next episode. We'll see. That'd be uh, dope, man. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what else God has put on his heart, but yeah, he, he had done this whole really cool video where just challenging people like, don't you dare allow this stuff to sit. Don't you mm. dare like let this waste in you forever. This, this, this is crazy. Like ha, you have the opportunity to do almost anything, especially in America for that matter. You have you, just freedom to do some crazy stuff. There's, there's no excuse, you know? And if anything, the excuse is fear. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what hinders so many people be, instead of stepping into what God is calling them to do the fear of man. What are people going to think? What's my family going to say? You know, how mm. hard is it going to be? What's going to take place? Da, 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 da. And it's just like, well, you know, God, God has that very simply laid out in scripture. And just cast your cares on me, man. I got you. Mm. You know, Amen. each day has enough worry of its own. It's just like that. Birds do not sow or, or, or stow away in barns that your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than that? Mm. It's, it's, it's amazing, man. And I, I'm just so stoked and, and knowing that, you know, God wants that pursuit. You know, he wants that pursuit of trust. He wants that pursuit of, hey, I've placed things inside of you. For you to fully understand them, you need me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And almost like God's like set us all up for a a need for Him, so that we can feel purpose filled. You know, mm -hmm. purpose purpose can only come from God. Anything outside of a spirit led purpose in life is all vain. It comes to I had yeah I had no intentions of even talking about this, but I really feel like the Holy Spirit wanted me to say this. Yes. So. God given us these gifts and you trying to, I guess, walk them out, but kind of kicking him to the curb in the midst of that. Mm. 
and then wondering why you're at a wall or why you're taking 10 steps backward, look where you put God. Mm. You know, let him be the first, you know, with all of that. I don't know. That just really just That's hit good. me heavy. Uh, that was for somebody for sure, bro. Wow. Hallelujah. That's true, man. It's, it's, what's, what's the centerpiece in all this for you? You know, mm-hmm. and that brings things into some crazy clarity, bro. It comes down to what, what's, what's, what's the target. And if you don't know what the target is, then you got to get back to the drawing board, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and, and just ask God for guidance and stuff. And if you, I hear so many yeah. people tell me that they're just like, I, I thought this was it, you know, I thought this was my calling. And you're like, Yo, look where you, you know, put God in the midst of this. He gave you this for a reason. Yeah. But you're wondering why it's not going anywhere, yeah, you know? Yeah. Straight up. That's good, man. And then all and also, and also in the midst of this, respecting his timing. Awesome. For sure. Man. And that's something I've really sure. had I've really had to deal with is like, oh man, I thought my music's like pretty good. I thought people would enjoy it by now. I really enjoy it. Maybe people will enjoy it. <laughs> and and God's just like, yo. Just because people don't hear your music right now doesn't mean it's not good. Or just because mm. people don't see your art right now doesn't mean it's good. Just because your clothing isn't selling right now doesn't mean it's good. Just because your videos aren't being seen right now doesn't doesn't mean it's good. It's just it's a, there's a chance I'm just cultivating something in you. Mm. That you can handle it when it comes. Because mm. what's the point getting all getting all the exposure, getting all the views, getting all the likes, getting all that comments, all the all these fans followers subscribers whatever if you can't handle it mm, that's good you know bro. what i'm saying like there's no point there's really mm, no point that's heavy that. so praise god yo so each each episode i always ask this question i mentioned to you earlier this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast and being able to just hear what each person would love to share with others in a short window of time and I I like have I like putting a limit on something because mm-hmm. quite often we have a limited amount of time to speak with people and if you can train yourself to prepare something to say doesn't mean it's not spirit led you know what I'm saying if you could prepare something to bless people with that they can hear you know what God's put on your heart to to to, to challenge them with to encourage them in a 60 second or less time frame, that could be like, like elevator pitches in, in the business world, you know, and you may be having just a few seconds with somebody and just sharing something just real and profound with them. And that might actually be exactly what they need to hear. So mm. babbling any longer. Um, and in 60 seconds or less time frame, what would you love to pass on a fellow artist pursuing a creative lifestyle? Let's say the, this being your last day on earth and, and you know, you gotta, you gotta drop some knowledge bombs on people. Rough, 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 quick message, encouragement you pass on. Uh, creativity, man, comes from the creator. So you're not going to, I guess, the things aren't going to come out if you're not spending quality time with God, man. So just get back to just knowing his heart, you know, getting close to him. And all those things will start to come out. The music, the, the beats, whatever it is, man, just just stay in that secret place and everything's just going to flow from there. Amen. Wow, I haven't had someone stay in the time frame for a past few episodes, bro. This is dope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. For sure, man. Thank you. It's it's like like 
what you said right now, that that might be something somebody really, really needed. And it just mm. taking 15, 20 seconds. It's, I think we underestimate the value of wisdom. Mm. You know, you look at the, sure. the Proverbs, man. It's just smacking all around, bro. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you could just read one line and just, wow. Mm-hmm. That's so real, you know? And it, it being okay. You don't need a whole sermon. You know what I'm saying? You don't need a sermon to change someone's life. It could be a mm. word. It could be It could be a sentence. It could be an action and that being enough. Mm. That's good. Well, are there any artists that you've been inspired by creatives that you would like to, you know, promote for, for, for the homies that are listening to check out, whether it be visual artists, audible artists, people that you've been really blessed by. Yeah. The two, it doesn't have to be three. It could be more. It could be less. Maybe just some people you'd like to, uh, <laughs> you probably already know who it's going to be, man. It's going to be Montel. Hey. It's definitely going to be you. Oh, it's going to be cool. Chaz Smith. You guys haven't checked him out, man. It's going to be Alex and Miguel videos and all that stuff, man. Like there's, it's dope to see what God's doing through them, man, Hallelujah. for sure. Hallelujah. Cool. So if you'd like to check out those guys, I'm going to uh, hop on IG real quick just so just so everybody can uh, check it out if if they are interested just to get plugged in with some more people who are very talented and just doing things for the glory of God. So, yeah, um, Miguel is an amazing videographer and photographer. His tag name is Where's Lugo, spelled how it's said. Um, honestly, I'm really stoked to see what God's going to be doing through him, man. He's got just an yeah, unbel- unbelievable eye for visual art, man. For I, sure. I, I can't wait to work with him in the future. I'm just waiting for the Lord to uh, organize something like that. And then his brother, his name's Alexander, or he just plain Alex. I actually can't. Alexander. Hmm. Strangely, I can't find him right now. Maybe he changed up his thing. There's another page he has called uh, Creative Creative Lugo. That's actually him. I think he changed it. Oh, There's word. another page. This is like a photography page. Um, but yeah, so so these two brothers are a, a dynamic duo. Alex, he dances and, and, and Miguel films. And I'm just stoked to see what else God's going to be doing to them, man. Super, super, super young guys. Super cool. And just on fire to, you know, share truth visually. That's pretty yeah. dope. And then Chad Smith, the one and only comedian. Uh, <laughs> he's he's such a blessing, man. He's like, actually, you guys can check out. I did an episode with him not long ago. I want to say it is, if not the last episode previous to this one, either this last one or two two before this. And yeah, that guy's just been a huge blessing, man. I'm I'm so excited to see God is willing to plug people in into such a manner where they have access to such a plethora of people. And And he is a perfect example of you saying, you know, people not being able to handle that, that platform and Mm -hmm. stuff like, Mm -hmm. dude, he handles it so well, man. Like he doesn't get caught in the, the, just everybody, you know, just, uh, you know what I mean? But he, he stays close to the father's heart, man. He still shares, you know, what, 
just shares Jesus with people. I just love it. It's, it's so inspiring. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hey, actually, I had never actually done this for you guys who are listening. If you have people who you've really been touched by and, and you would love to hear more of what God's doing through them. And you'd love to hear them on that podcast, please shoot me an email. It's going to be in the bio in the podcast episode and each episode, it'll be there. And I would love, it's just, I am Isaac Whedon at gmail.com. I would love to get some submissions and maybe get to know people who I haven't ran into yet. And this is the beauty of the internet, you know, being able to come across artists that are doing their thing that you just simply haven't ran across yet because they're out mm-hmm. there. They're definitely out there. There are, I don't know how many millions, billions. I don't know how many people there are on Instagram, just Instagram alone. And then adding YouTube and adding, you know, Spotify, all this other stuff. Like there's so many artists out there that, there's a very good chance you haven't found people that you will be very much so impacted by. And, mm. and I don't think it'll ever stop because we just have more and more people stepping into their creative calling and it all, it all hopefully being for the glory of God. Yeah, bro. Hallelujah. Awesome, man. So within, you know, us being able to get to know each other, we actually met for the first time. Was it two days ago now? Two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah. Was it really? It was two days ago now. Yeah, now it's, wow. today it's the 20, yeah, 31st. Yeah, so we got to, I, I had a beautiful and amazing opportunity to be on Toro Montel and Ecclesia and be able to drum uh, for, for a few of their shows on the East Coast tour. And I mean, I'm still blown away by all this stuff, but we got to see you in Pittsburgh and and got to chop it up. We went to a restaurant after the show all together with the band, right? With uh, Rivers and Robots and got to just, you know, the, the intention was to just eat food. Yeah. <laughs> God, God had something else in store. Mm. Through your perspective, through your lens, what did you see God take place with the, the, the man James that we, because this is like a very practical thing that we did that I think often people don't step into or people rather not because it interrupts what they thought they wanted to do rather mm. than submitting to God um, and interrupting your life. So through your mm. lens and, and, and us being able to sit down and have some dinner together, what did you see God do through the time? Dude, I seen God touch his heart, man. There's so many people that, that's they were in that same situation man and that guy came up they would either you know called the 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 waiter over you know had them get out of there they would have told them to leave or anything and that what we did do that was the gospel Mm. not only just sharing jesus with them bro but letting them eat from our plate like Mm. (laughs) that was just you can tell that he was touched by that you can tell that nobody ever made time for him you know nobody ever you told him that Jesus loved him, you know, nobody ever told him that they loved him, you know, mm-hmm. and you could just tell that when he came over to that table and by the end of that conversation, dude, it just looked like something happened there. Yeah. yeah, bro. So just a quick backstory, guys, we were at the rest, we were at a restaurant. Um, I won't recommend the restaurant we were at. It wasn't all that great, but um, God, God led us there. <laughs> there, was a, there was a man named James there. He, he looked a lot older than he was, but it turned out he was actually homeless and he had actually attempted suicide two weeks before we had ran into him and he still had a hospital bracelet on. And he, when he came up to us to speak, he, he just didn't make any sense. Like he was 
I, I was I was honestly contemplating like this dude it, like ran out of uh, the psychiatric ward. Like I genuinely thought I'm like this this dude ran out the loony 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 bin, bro. Like like what what's this dude doing just sitting here? Like he had three cups of water finished at his table, you know, just sitting there staring away, and you could see the level of lostness in his eyes, right, man? Mm. And and he came up, said something. We, we didn't make any sense. And I felt the prompting to just ask him, you know, about God. And, and it turned into, how long do you think we're talking with him for? Probably about an hour, maybe hour and a half. Hour and a half. And just a simple conversation with, you know, what do you know about God? And, and it turned out he was hurt by a family member that was... I don't know, maybe wrongly share the gospel with him or maybe did something in a manner where he had resentment towards Christianity and being able to be the body of Christ to him and show mm-hmm. him that, you know, it's it's not right or nor is it fair to box everybody into a certain thing just because of one person, you know, mm-hmm. or one experience. And, and it quite often that's how like racism starts for people. That's how, you know, people start getting upset with, um, other even genders, you know, people, they get hurt by a woman gets hurt by a man, which is like, Oh no, all men are like this. Or a man gets hurt mm-hmm. by a woman. All women are like this. Or I got hurt by my father. Well, all dads must be like this. And it's so easy to be, and the enemy will use that, you know, he'll use any, sure. any possible experience to taint, you know, your, the true reality of what what it what that thing might be and it was just so cool man like he literally started like we, we were sharing the gospel with him and he just physically started shaking it was a trip man mm. i couldn't i was like oh my gosh are we gonna be casting demons out right now in this and <laughs> and and him just ex- he literally said like man i just feel this peace like like he's like i got this chill that i've never felt before and you can see he's got goosebumps all this stuff man and he's just rocked, bro. And I'm so glad we had the opportunity to do that because sure. because through things like that, I think that opens up the eyes of fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, especially the guys that were with us, to see like, hey, wow, you mean you you can actually do this at dinner? You know, you can mm-hmm. actually do this even when you didn't really necessarily plan for it. And mm-hmm. just being able to submit to the Father and understand that like, God you know what, we're down for whatever, like whatever you want, Lord, if, if, if you want it this way, if you want it that way, if you want us to not even eat, if you want us to, whatever it might be, we submit to your authority from the beginning of the day. And it's not about us deciding what is good, but simply being obedient and, and word. stepping in the reality that the word presents to us as, you know, heirs of, of God, you know, they were high, mm-hmm. high priests. We're called, we're called to live a supernatural life. And I really, I really enjoy that. We got to experience that the first time we, we met, man. That was, that yeah, was really man. Cool. Oh, praise God. Thank you for uh, joining me on this, man. It's been a pleasant, pleasant conversation. Of course, bro. Any like maybe final thoughts you'd like to leave with the people who are listening? Any, any of uh, leftover, leftover thoughts? Maybe you wanted to share that, that you didn't crack open. Uh, maybe just I, a lot of us, I guess we think when we slip up or something or just kind of haven't spent time with God in a, in a good while, we start to say, well, I'm too far gone and you're never too far gone for God. Mm. It's, it's time to, you know, jump back in the river. Mm. 
like God, yeah. God wants you even right after you sin, right? Like yes. there's a shame that comes when you commit, when you sin, mm-hmm. but man, he wants you even right there. You know, he's, he's mm-hmm. like, you're no less broken, you know, like, like if you, if you commit a sin or if you commit something, if you do something that is wrong, right. You may be con- may be convicted at that moment, but sometimes that conviction goes away. So it's almost an illusion that you're less bad at different parts. You know, mm. like you need Christ. If 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 you haven't been giving your life to Christ, you're going to be dealing with this stuff in a very difficult way because you you can't be free. You, you're bound to sin. You're cursed to sin. But mm. when you have given your life to Christ and you've been born again, you have the opportunity to walk in the Spirit. And and deny your flesh and actually yes. live a righteous life and and it's like you've been made new again, you've been made holy and there is a process to this. But when you walk in the spirit, you can't you can't willingly sin. It's just mm. it's not God's character. He can't go against himself, you know. So as we step in this life with him and we allow him to take authority and, and leadership, man. It's beautiful. And there's no shame in that. You know, there's no shame in that. Praise God. And another thing, man, is uh, don't avoid conviction because conviction produces growth. It's good. Yeah, there's no growth in comfort, right? Mm-hmm. It's good, bro. Just like you hitting the gym, getting swole. None of that, <laughs> none of that happens if, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you aren't doing the work, right? If, if it doesn't exactly. get difficult, if it doesn't cause pain. Um, exactly. None of, that, none of that takes place. Praise God. Thank you, Dante, man. This has been a treat. Guys, sure, if you want to check out um, more of what Dante's doing, I will leave a link in the bio of this episode that you can check out his page and find. Do you have a website for your, your clothing brand as well? Yeah, it's uh, DanteLeadUpBigCartel.com or something like that. Okay, cool. But they can find it in your uh, IG bio or anything. Uh, yeah, it's in everything. It's in there? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So if you guys are interested in possibly grabbing a tee or a hoodie or long sleeve, whichever, I I myself have one and and it's it's actually opened up doors for me to be able to share share the truth. Wow. And so if you guys are looking for, you know, cool things to wear, which I believe people are at all times nowadays, um go ahead and make sure you run over to Dante's page and I will uh I'll make sure to link that at the bottom of this episode. Bro, Appreciate would you that, uh do the honor of blessing our listeners, man, just praying for them and uh Absolutely. And I'll just I'll just bless you, bro, and 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 we'll outro out. Mm. Thank you, God. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to just share what you placed on my heart, God. God, I just pray that everybody listening to this right now, Lord, that it would just it would just touch them, God. It would make them realize that it's time to go deeper, God. God, it's time to it's time to refuel that fire. It's time to stop being lazy in our spiritual walk. God, it's time to take this thing serious, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would just change the hunger that they have, God that they would lose the hunger for the things of this world, God, and they would just hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, God. I ask that you would just you would bless everybody listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, God, I thank you for Dante, Lord. I thank you for what you have burdened his heart with. And I just thank you for the beautiful opportunity to just grow in, in, 
in relationship with him and being able to see what you're doing in his life and be encouraged by it. And I just ask you continue to open more doors for him, continue yes. to give him more and more revelations as to what it is that you want him specifically to do within his ministry as well. Just guide, just continue in guidance, um, continue to give him, you know, financial provision and, and wisdom as to how to go about the things of life and, and, and the things that, you know, most people don't bother to pray about Lord, but just continue to give him wisdom in each part and his family, um, continue to utilize him as a massive tool for your kingdom. And I pray all this in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, bro. Hey bro. Praise God. Hey guys, this whole episode is brought to you by my book, One Day Closer to Becoming Who You've Been Created to Be. It is available on Amazon. You can find it in my bio link, or if you just go on Amazon, look up Isaac Whedon, One Day Closer, you'll be able to find it as an ebook or a print copy. Added to that, if you are listening on any podcast platform that allows you to rate this podcast, please do so. Be honest. I would love to hear your feedback. When it comes to leaving a comment about you know whatever you feel led to say, please keep in mind anything that you maybe have uh, a, a thought process against what we've spoken about that has nothing to do with the actual podcast itself, but maybe some theological ideas. Please feel free to email me and just send me some stuff that you maybe disagree with or you agree with that you've been blessed by. I would love to hear from you and, and be and be continue, you know, continue learning in, in unison with everybody else. Um, however, if it is a theological thing, please have some scripture to back it up so that we're not um, battling opinions on anything. But other than that, man, this has been awesome. For sure, bro. Thank you so much, bro. All right, my guy. We'll talk soon. And uh, until then, enjoy Jesus. All right, bro. You too, man. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. Peace.